Beyond Sin 352. You're listening to Beyond Synth Radio. And so am I, because it's awesome. It's the top of the hour, which means it's time for Marco and Andy to spin the best in new synthwave. It's the Marco and Andy Power Hour. It's the Marco and Andy Power Hour. With Andy Last. Well, you know I love Goldeneye. And Marco Marek. I'm from fucking Australia. <laughs> All right, let's start the show. This is Beyond Synth. Oh, wait, no, you're supposed to say hello. Fuck. Who's supposed to say hello? Marco, you say hello. And it's also not Beyond Synth. Why do I always have to say hello first? <laughs> hello, everyone. Hello, Synthheads. How you doing? And what's the name of the show? The show is Power Hour, number three, I believe. And who am I? And you are Andy Last. And who are you? And I'm Marco Marek. And we're joined by a very special guest. All right, now here's what we're going to do. This is going to be fun. <laughs> so... I call you Emil on the show. You are an awesome uh, Patreon supporter in the Kroner Club, so you, you say hello. Hi. Now, a long time ago, when you joined the Patreon, I should point out, by the way, that uh, uh, the Power Hour, the Marco and Andy Power Hour, is a cool show where we play uh, awesome music every week and have a chat, and uh, if uh, people are supporters of uh, Beyond Synth on Patreon, and they're cool people, they can come and, and join Marco and I. Now... With that backstory aside, when you joined the Patreon, I tried to pronounce your name and you laughed at me. That's correct. You are from Norway. That's correct. So today is going to be a very exciting day because we're going to finally learn how it is said. But first of all, I'm going to... Marco, I sent you his name. You did? In in Messenger. Oh, okay. I'll open up Messenger. I was trying to stay out of it. Uh, I ain't going to even try it. You could try that. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) So first of all, the first name is K... N U T. That's correct. Yes. I mean, the rest of your name seems pretty easy. It's just uh, the first, your first name. That's so. It's spelled K N U T. Then Emil. Mm-hmm. Then what looks to me like Johansson. Mm-hmm. And then L I E at the end. Johansson. Yeah, that's correct. It's actually pronounced Knut Emil Johansson Lee. Knut. Yeah, Knut. Cool. See, I thought yeah. I, for some reason I thought the K would be silent. That's what I tried, right? Yeah, I think yeah, a lot of a lot of English people or English speaking people sort of forget the K and it's nut, right? Or not, but it's actually K with with knut. And then you have the Emil, which uh, you actually can pronounce it two ways in Norway, either Emil or Emil, like you guys do, so I'm yeah. I'm fine either way. Yeah. And then Johannesson or Johannesson is sort of a Scandinavian name, so you pronounce that correct. And then Lee, and you pronounce that as it is L-E-E. So often when I'm talking to people outside of Norway, they believe I'm Asian. So Okay, so yeah. do you go by this all the time? What do your friends call you? No, 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 no. no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's too long for that, obviously. <laughs> so, uh, so I usually just go by uh, Emil, which is uh, the short version. Yeah. Emil. Would you prefer I said Emil instead of Emil? No, I have, both ways are fine. And I think it's, it's 
seemed more of a, a hassle for you to pronounce it correctly there. It's, it's <laughs> more flowing off the tongue if you do it like Emio. <laughs> yeah, so let, let's stick with that. That's okay. Listen, man, hassles are good. It gets the mm. brain working. You know, if, if everything Most was definitely. easy, we would have been recording at the right time today. <laughs> yeah, and I, I kind of have to take back what I said about this being a professional podcast when I'm knee deep in my dinner and you're see, stating to me, where are you? Yeah. Aren't you supposed <laughs> to be here? And it's you who's on the wrong time schedule. But well, hell we you. learn. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, hey, man, listen, we all got weird things we do. Apparently, you eat with your knees on your plate and I get time zones wrong. But look, here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to get to know Emil or Emil or mm. Emil. Wait, wait, I say mm. it again. Knut Emil. Knut Emil. Yes, that's correct. Okay. Anyway, so the point is this. We're just going to uh, we're gonna get to know you and figure out what's going on. But first, we are going to listen to some music. And uh, I got a cool track here from Phoenix. I believe that's how it's pronounced because there's uh, one of those straight lines over the E. F-E-N-I-X. And uh, this song is called By Your Side.
And that was Phoenix with By Your Side. Yeah, that's a cool song. And uh, go check out their music. There's links in the show notes. Uh, if you uh, listen to the show on Spotify or SoundCloud, you just click. Or on YouTube, even. I've got all the links there. So go do that. Anyways, this is the Power Hour. The Marco and Andy Power Hour. I'm here with Marco. And I'm also here with Emil who is a cool guy and a cool Patreon supporter. So how about we get to know Emil? So what do we need to know? What do you need to know? Um, (laughs) I mean, living here in Norway, enjoying the cold weather. I believe you might be doing the same as well. Have you lived in Norway your whole life? Yeah, actually I have. Uh, I've lived here for, yeah, it has to be all my life, 32 years. Stayed my first period in uh, the south of Norway, which actually has some nice weather. And then I moved to the west of Norway, which it constantly rains. So it was a bit of a switch up there. But yeah, lived all my life here in Norway. Besides sort of a, a spell overseas for studies, that was a year, I think. What were you uh, doing overseas? Yeah, I lived uh, overseas for, uh, I think it was eight months, studying my last year at the, the master's degree. I did that in London for, yeah, eight months and then went back to, to Bergen here in Norway. The what degree? The master's degree. So oh, ma- I did master's, my, okay, okay. Uh, yeah, what? so I did my last year at London. <laughs> <Exactly. laughs> what degree? What? <laughs> I thought for a moment, just because, with, with your accent, I thought you were doing the Moses degree, and I'm like, I don't know what that <laughs> well, is. Moses. A funny story about that, where I'm from in the south of Norway, that's sort of the, we call it the Bible Belt, like a direct translation. <laughs> it's actually the most Christian part of, of Norway. Oh, shit. So it could have been the Moses degree, even though I don't know much about Moses. Well, neither do I. <laughs> I know his name, and that he, he parted a sea or something. Wait, so what do you get your master's in? Uh, I studied law. And uh, have been practicing as a lawyer ever since. So I've been practicing for six years now. You're a lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> I love. <laughs> okay, now I'm excited to ask you what you thought I was doing. No, I didn't know. It's just like it's funny to me. Just every time when I talk to listeners of this show, there's so many people who have like kind of uh, important and serious jobs. And then I'm always just like, what the fuck are you doing listening to this? <laughs> like, <laughs> It's a nice disconnection from the world I, I actually live in. Mm. Just trying to cool down and listen to some good music and, uh, and good talks. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. And I sort of was put on to Synthway Music through your podcast because I listened to a couple of tunes and I thought, you know, I need to learn more about this and try to figure out more about the artists and the scene in, whole, uh, in awesome. general. And then I found your podcast on a list, top one podcast for synth, all things synth. Mm. So uh, <laughs> it's a sweet that, list. <laughs> yeah, it is a sweet list. I, I, I can't recall the link though because that uh, it might have been some uh, dodgy site on the tenth page at Google, but uh, sure. I, I found it and uh, <laughs> been listening to you ever since, and it's it's been awesome. Well, listen, speaking of cool music. Uh, Marco's gonna play something. So, uh, Marco, what do you got? Uh, I got a, I got a song I'm really enjoying at the moment. I'm super addicted to this by Marvel 83 and Spiriakos. I think that's how you pronounce it. And the track is called Zahir, the Disco Head. And it's actually on the up and coming, uh, various artists, uh, album called Epiphenia Part 2. It's available at ritmofatal.bandcamp.com I'm sure the links will be there anyway Andy like you said yeah so uh, check it out it's really good stuff
right, and that was Marvel 83 and Spiriacos with Zaheer the Disco Head. Why does it say hashtag Ritmo Fatal in the name of the song? Uh, the label is, is Ritmo Fatal, so that's the label it's released on. There you go. All right. Very organized here, mate. Was it the last Power Hour we did? I got a message from Generation Delphine, Mm. who finally explained partially what that was. So they did that thing where a label does a compilation, but then they make the label name the artist name. Yeah. So that when you look at it in the playlist. I know. So so in actual fact, the song you played was by uh, another artist, which I put in the show notes. Yeah. I saw that comment. I saw that comment. And it's kind of confusing because every track is by different different artists but it says it's by the same artist yeah 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 so it it is kind of confusing for anybody that has a look at it there really isn't um an explanation on who the artist is that's something i do sort of frown upon a bit me too so if you are a label out there and you do a compilation like it's fine if you're in the um the metadata of the song if your name is like in the album section and in different places but the artist should still be the artist of the song because if you're sorting your playlist by artist name it's sort of weird when that's not the artist who actually wrote the song isn't in the artist name column, you know? Indeed. indeed. That's, a, that's a pet peeve of mine. Anyways, Knut, <laughs> uh, yeah. what do you think about uh, labels not putting the artist name in <laughs> as, as a lawyer. As a lawyer. Uh, my legal advice would be that's suable, you know? How are we supposed to find the correct artist? <laughs> so I think you have a good case right here. Just holler at me if you need some legal advice in that regard. <laughs> no, but but seriously, I, I, I agree, actually. And I, I think nowadays, artists tend to be maybe too creative when it comes to titles and, and, and artist names. It's, it's difficult to find the right one. And I think they're doing small letters, big letters, hashtags. What happened to just the plain album titles and album names and, and songs and artists? I think it's it's gone too far. <laughs> kids these days. I think kids these days, right? And kids. <laughs> How am I supposed to find the right music? Yeah, no. yeah. it's interesting that there aren't more, especially in the synthwave scene, that there aren't more just like even just normal artist names. Yeah. Like, because everything now is always a something 81 or, you know, like, like oh, it's all... Tell ev- me about it. Everyone yeah. names themselves Neon like... Neon Sunset 84? Mm. Yes. Like, it's like you're naming your artist based on the genre you're making music for. And I just feel that's weird. Like, yeah. it doesn't have to be that way. No, I, I totally agree. And I think uh, you've touched upon this multiple times in the podcast. It seems that artists are making songs just to fit the scene and not what they want to do themselves and and try to be creative in that regard. I think I've seen the same album cover at least 20 times <laughs> on Bandcamp. So it's yeah, it's a it's a pandemic, so to speak, yeah. to have the neon lights and and the year uh, in the name or or the artist uh, artist name. Yeah, yeah, and and with AI generated art now, oh. they'll just do it for you. You'll just type in just synth wave cover, and then you'll get it. And I mean, we could be uh, replaced. You know, maybe in a year or two, people will do this podcast through AI. They will at least do my work through AI. I think. Well, there's going to be AI lawyer? Yeah. <laughs> Can you imagine? Just type in your troubles and your problems and you will get a response immediately. <laughs> Would it be illegal of me to have this material in my house? Yes. Please. <laughs> well, the answer is always going to be yes. Yeah, the answer is always going to be Anyone yeah. asking that question. Um, but look, before we go any further, we got to listen to some more music. So I got a cool one here from Frank Redux. Uh, this track is called Endless. Let's do it.
All right, and that was Frank Redux with Endless. Yeah, that's a cool track, and I'm back. We're back, because it's the Marco and Andy Power Hour. I'm here with Marco, and we are joined by awesome patron Emil, and uh, we're having a good time. Speaking of uh, AI replacing stuff, did any of you watch the AI Seinfeld? Actually, I didn't. I love Seinfeld, but I didn't see the AI one. I fucking loved it. It was on Twitch, and it was running 24 hours a day, and it was called Nothing Forever. It's, like, loosely based on Seinfeld, but the characters have different names, and it's, like, really shitty 3D graphics. It was all AI power. So all the dialogue was AI, and it was constantly generating. It's not funny, but it's funny because it's not funny, like, because the dialogue is all, like, just straightforward. They don't argue with each other, and uh, it does, like, stand-up sets where it cuts back to, like, he's called Larry instead of Jerry, and Larry does, like, stand-up jokes, and they're just not funny. But it was amazing. He got canceled. I was waiting for him to get canceled because there was that other story of someone who had uh, an AI chatbot on Twitch. It was, like, an anime girl. She was AI powered so people would ask her questions and then eventually the AIs always turn racist after a while <laughs> and so she started uh, she started in with some holocaust denial and then they had to like <laughs> take her <laughs> offline. <laughs> So I was waiting for that to happen with 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 this AI Seinfeld. I'm like, sooner or later, he's going to slip up and say something. And then he <laughs> did. He ended up doing this set where he was like, uh, what did he say? It was so funny because it was out of nowhere because he would always do these stand-up jokes or just like, why did the chicken cross the road to get to the other side? And then there'd be like no laughter and then a laugh would happen <laughs> at the wrong time. And then he just launched into this set about transgender people, how they're like the downfall of society and how all liberals are secretly gay and like trying to impose their will on everyone. And it was like... <laughs> Wasn't that what happened to real-life Kramer, though? Yeah, yeah. He did that in real life. <laughs> he, did, he didn't need AI. <laughs> AI life imitating art. It was so funny because I was waiting for it and then it did happen. But there was something so mesmerizing about the show. It was so shitty, but also so funny at the same time. Just all the awkward pauses and stuff. And he's only got a two-week band, so he'll be back. So I'm looking forward to seeing Larry come. Maybe by the time this episode airs, it'll already be back. Uh I mean, Seifert is the show about nothing, though. So it seems to fit the pattern. Yeah, but (laughs) this was really about nothing. (laughs) (laughs) All their conversations start with, Did you see the new restaurant that opened up downtown? (laughs) Yes, I heard they make an interesting dish. (laughs) What do they make? peanut butter and jam sandwiches we should go try it let's do it and then like that's their conversation like a seinfeld episode though (laughs) and then george get a peanut (laughs) allergy from eating the the peanut sandwich and everything is going to shit so but in in this show um they don't ever disagree with each other because when you have like you pit two ais against each other they just chat back and forth Ah, i see they don't actually ever like really have a fight and so it's it's totally unlike seinfeld because there's no problems like it's just them agreeing with each other Uh in the apartment (laughs) that's why we couldn't have an ai lawyer i think if you had two opposing counsels and they were both AIs, they would just end up agreeing (laughs) either way. (laughs) I think your client is a piece of shit. You know what? He is. (laughs) What the fuck? You are correct. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Why did I pay $10 for this AI lawyer? (laughs) uh, I'm convinced that we're still five to ten years away from Judgment Day. It's inevitable. Well, if uh, if AI Seinfeld is anything to go by, I think we still have some time. It, it seems like it. I still find it funny. I do. I Although, I have a specific sense of humor because I did send AI Seinfeld to a few people who were just like, what the fuck is this? Like, they were like angry <laughs> that I sent it to them. Like, this sucks shit. <laughs> and, and that really hurts, right? Because when you're sending funny things, they're supposed to like it. Yeah, like I just have the kind of sense of humor where sometimes like certain weird, awkward shit is just really funny to me. And like... 
that Seinfeld thing was it was like 24 hours of like no jokes like it was like a non joke but to me that's what made it funny because I couldn't stop laughing at just how shitty like the fucking comedy was like it was amazing but look before we uh, we, we gotta we gotta talk about some more things but we gotta go to a break so we're gonna do that and then we'll be right back with the cost of living going up some of us need a little helping hand And that's where Giroux Credits and Loan comes in. Hi, I'm Ken Giroux, and I know what it's like to be in a bad financial situation. Well, now there's hope, because our new Platinum Blonde card, especially for families, offers 2% financing and 2% interest. But we have such a good relationship with our clients, we know you'll pay it back. That's because instead of having you fill out complicated forms and contracts, we just have a picture of your house and your wife and your family. And hey, a picture's worth a thousand words. Like this picture of a murdered family whose house mysteriously exploded when their deadbeat dad didn't pay back his loan. And it's always going to be a mystery because I own the cops. Jeru Credits and Loan. You can't operate outside of the law if you own the law. Greetings. This is God. Consider supporting Beyond Synth like these amazing listeners. Mike Sheba, Robot Conglomerate, Neverman, Hampus ML, and Restless Nights. Wonderful people. All of them. All right, and we're back. It's the Marco and Andy Power Hour. I'm here with Marco. I'm here with Knut Demil. Did I do it right? Perfect. Yeah, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. All the way from Norway, my awesome uh, Beyond Synth lawyer patron. Mm, I like that. <laughs> and Marco. That's right, I'm still here. And Marco works at the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> uh-huh. You should be the lawyer of the Chocolate Factory. I am. I know the ins and outs, mate. <laughs> I know how to make it, but that's about it. Here's the thing, though. Like, you're an electrician, right? So That's correct. When you're around, like, the chocolate, like, you don't actually do anything with chocolate, right? Like, you specifically. No, not really, but we all help each other out. I mean, it's it's all about the quality of the product, you know, keeping it clean and tasting good, and there's a whole process to chocolate, to tempering it, and all that sort of thing. So... Uh, we help each other out. I mean, my main role is a maintenance technician, so if something goes wrong they can't, and they can't figure it out, they kind of call me. But there's all sorts of duties, you know, involved. But you don't, like, stir any chocolate or anything? No, no, nobody stirs chocolate, Andy. We've got machines that do that now. Uh, I'm just curious <laughs> how Andy thinks chocolate is made these days, sort of big wooden spoons, people are <laughs> stirring right. around, and the electrician <laughs> is there. Hey, come, we need your help stirring this chocolate <laughs> in this family-run business. Well, that's why I picture, like, Marco's there with, like, the two power cables. He's got, like, one in each hand, and he puts it into the vat of chocolate, and the chocolate starts bubbling. (laughs) That's funny. If you watch the commercials, you know, like, the chocolate commercials, there's just, like, this sort of orb of chocolate that just sort of floats in midair, and, like, chocolate pours down from the ceiling onto it as it, like, forms. Yeah, that's how we do it. That's right. Sounds made. There's no vat, right? I seen the, the Lindor commercial. With the chocolatiers from Lint and like this big circle of chocolate just sort of like forms in the center of the frame. It's awesome. No, it's all AI controlled now, Andy, didn't you know? <laughs> with the chocolate? Yeah, it's all done by computers now. It's all programmed, mate. You just stand there and watch pretty much. <laughs> I like to watch. <laughs> Tough job for most people, I'll tell you that. <laughs> 
Just the idea of chocolate factory is still funny to me. Like, I know yeah, inside it it's not going to be fun. It's going to be this sterile environment and stuff like this. But I still, I like the idea of, like, the chocolatiers with the big wooden spoons and stuff. Like, that's the world I want to live in. The coolest part is we got to put a new sound system in for everybody when they're working, you know. So I was part of that. For a while there, because I was work, I work nights. I was able to sneak in some synthwave sets into there, so everybody's listening to a bit of synthwave. That was pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> That's the true job of an electrician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a maintenance technician slash DJ. <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, speaking of you being a DJ, why don't you uh, play me a song? Oh, I got a nice one here for you. Um, it's a pr- pretty cool funky track. Um, it's by The Last Concord, and then new one is called Wet Dreams.
right, and that was Wet Dreams by The Last Concord. And I'm here right now with Marco and Emil, who's joining us today for this power hour. So, what kind of law do you practice exactly? Are you like a specific lawyer who does like certain things, or are you like an all-purpose kind of dude? Yeah, so we we do specific things at the firm I work at, but we're sort of a full-service law firm. It sounds like a commercial now, but we do uh, mostly company-related law, so I do finance and shipping mainly. So financing new vessels, restructuring already agreed-upon financial agreements, acquiring vessel, helping with the documentation in that regard. Yeah, so mostly shipping and finance-related law, Hmm. which is kind of specific because you don't learn about that in school. So what does that mean? Like, is it mostly like contracts and stuff? Or is there like people suing people because the the cargo crates aren't big enough? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's mainly contract law and uh, drafting the contracts in order to acquire the ship, run the ships, finance the ships. It's sort of a niche thing, to say the least. And I think that a lot of people, when they think about a lawyer, they think about one who goes to court, tries to defend the innocent or get the criminals behind bar, but... There's a lot to it, actually, and uh, a lot of areas you can work within with the law profession. So when that boat was like kind of stuck in the canal, did that was that something that you related to? Yeah, that's something we actually relate to and, and deal with, actually. So uh, we do what we call wet shipping law, which is capsizing and, uh, and, and issues at sea. Oh, is it sort of like an insurance thing? Like, so if your boat sinks at sea, then you're the lawyer who steps in to go like, hey, man, not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we assist the insurance companies as well. So we, we do the whole specter, actually. We assist both insurance companies, owners of the vessel, people who lease or rent the vessel for a sort of an assignment they have a contract on. So the easiest way to speak to you, mere mortals, would be to just <laughs> say, you know, we do... We do a lot of of law relating to ships at sea and when they are being built. We assist the owners when they want to purchase a ship, either through setting up the contracts that allow them to buy them, regulating the conditions and terms for the purchase. We also assist the banks on doing the loan agreements in order to finance the vessel. So we we are in, in all sectors. Do you show up to try and get a better deal? Like when the guy's like, listen, I want to buy this shipping container and like you show up and like knock on the side and be like, look at these fucking barnacles. You can knock some... Yeah, uh, we, do, we, we, do, we do that, <laughs> but per email. Oh. So we don't actually, yeah, we don't show up. <laughs> you gotta show up and knock on the thing and be like, you can fucking knock a few kroners off this fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Hey, you should have seen. I mean, I'm a keyboard warrior. I'm, I'm okay. telling you. You get that re- deal through the screen, so. Well, that's cool, man. That's a that's an interesting yeah. thing. I always enjoy yeah. uh, meeting the people who listen to this show. They all have sort of interesting jobs. Yes. Are you capable of doing other types of law? Like, if all of a sudden, like, one of the guys at your place, like, has a heart attack and they go, like, we need a guy to defend this jaywalker or something like could you hop in and do it yeah we uh, we have general knowledge on most areas of law we don't do some sort of private law which is related to the core criminal law stuff we don't know that much about but we do all other areas of law basically so yeah we could do that and we could prosecute in the courts as well so we do have that sort of foundation here. Well, speaking of a good foundation, <laughs> uh, a good foundation to a, a Beyond Synth episode is listening to cool music. So I got one here. This is a fun uh, kind of a tallow track from Costa Smeralda. Costa Smeralda. I think that's how you say that. Uh, it's a track called uh, Cocktail d'Amore. And uh, this is good stuff. So check it out. 
atmosfera fantastica una festa sul mare su una sedia di plastica lui mi inizia a guardare al vento capelli bianchi adesso ballo per te mi piaci occhi profondi continua di tempo ce n'è ce n'è così così rubami il cuore così sale la passione così così And that was Costa Smeralda with the track Cocktail D'Amore. That's some fun Italo disco today on the Marco and Andy Power Hour. I'm Andy. Uh, there's Marco. Say hello. Hello. And uh, and then there's Emil, the maritime lawyer. Hi, hi, hi. <laughs> Are you called a maritime lawyer? Can you be a maritime lawyer? Yeah, I think that was a good description. Maritime law. Yeah. So maritime lawyer is good. <laughs> <laughs> is this the kind of job that's like stressful that you have to like take home with you? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah? Not to sell my firm, but we we do have a good work-life balance here in order to to be able to leave that behind when we go home. But I think it's just in the nature of being a, a lawyer that you're ready at all times and you, you automatically just bring the email home with you. So that's a transition you have to get used to when you go out of university and all you do is go out every day of the week and uh, don't have any responsibility to being at work at any hours of the day. But when you enjoy it, you sort of forget that that's there and you sort of sort out the things that are important and things that are not so you can live on with your day. So you're like a dedicated guy. Yeah, I think I think you have to be. Of course, there's a lot of jobs you you can change to if that's the lifestyle that doesn't suit you. But 
I think you have to be somewhat dedicated and, and, and enjoy what you're doing. But uh, trust me, there's people more dedicated than me. That's not an issue in this business. Yeah, like Marco. Yeah, like Marco. Marco keeps sending me pictures of him putting his big hands in the fucking vat of chocolate and just eating chocolate-covered yeah, st- pretzels. and Stirring the pot for three hours a day. Um, <laughs> I know you love those photos and videos, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what else do you do then when you're not lawyering? Well, usually it's the uh, sort of standard answer going out with a uh, Friends, working out at the gym, even though my physique doesn't actually uh, state that I go to the gym. But um, sort of unwinding, staying with my girlfriend, patting my cats, doing all sorts of things. And then, of course, listen to Synthway when I, when I have the possibility. How many cats do you have? I actually have two, which is a big subject here at work as well. Having uh, <laughs> two cats sort of puts you in that crazy cat lady uh, scheme <laughs> of things. I mean, one cat is enough. But when you have two, it's a constant struggle. When one is sleeping, the other is awake. Double the feeding process. Double the noise when you took them in the car to the cabin. I mean, it's... Yeah, you become a crazy cat person. I mean, it depends on what the fucking... Uh, their their dispositions are. Yeah, that's true. Because when we got Chester, he's a really chill cat. And he just sort of lays around and lets you pick him up. And he just sort of flops about. And he doesn't even have a meow, really. He's never developed a proper meow, Chester. So he just kind of goes like... You're lucky then. He's like this, like when he tries to meow. It's awesome. Aw, he hasn't developed his voice yet. And uh, he came and slept with me yesterday. And my wife came in and like I had... We were like holding hands. (laughs) (laughs) Chester was on the bed and I had my hand on top of his paw. And his paw was on top of my hand. (laughs) I'm like, you know me now. We're close. (laughs) We're in a relationship Mm. now. Look, Marco... Uh, speaking of, I was going to say, speaking of cat relationships, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> That's a bad segue. That's a bad segue. Play me, play me some music. Yeah, I got an awesome, I got an awesome Metallo track myself here, Andy. Uh, new one by Gazapo and Mr. Woodcut. This is super addictive. Love the vocals. Super catchy. They've got a three track EP that just came out called Computer. It's available at gazapomusic.bandcamp.com. Comes highly recommended. And the track I want to play off it is A Night Desire.
All right, that was Gazapo and Mr. Woodcut with A Night Desire. And we are back. It is the Marco and Andy Power Hour. We are joined today by awesome patron, Emil. And we've been talking about maritime law. We just started talking about cats. What are your cats' names? So I have two cats, as I said. And the first one is named Yussi, which is a Swedish name named after an author. And then the last one we got six or seven months ago is called Picasso. That's because in Norway, when they make that noise, you know, when they're sort of cozy and and, and happy, mm-hmm. they make this noise. I don't know, which is purring? Is that the word? Purring, yeah. I think is, yeah, purring, yep. And in uh, in Norwegian, that's painting. So we call it painting or malo, which is painting. So we call him Picasso because he does that a lot. I like that name. That's cool. Yeah. Wait, hold on. So are you saying like the in, in Norway, the word for purr is paint? Like that's how you say yes. it? Yes, that's the direct translation. So um, when we got him, it was purring all the time. So we were like, this is a Picasso. He has to be named Picasso. And it's the same breed as the previous cat we have, which is British short hair. So they're cozy people or people, not people, cats. See, my relationship <laughs> has gone too far with this man. I mean, uh-huh. I've been holding hands for a lot of years now. He's a man to me. But uh, yeah, the the thing is with these cats is that they don't go that far out of our house. So they will always stay at one kilometers away from the premise of our house. They will always be inside at 11 o'clock coming to bed. So they're sort of, I would say, scheduled cats. So it's been great having the second cat, even though I'm a crazy cat person. They can um, play with each other. They don't get lonely and... I think that the the science that says that a man gets less heart attacks when owning a cat is true because you are really relaxed when they are sleeping on the couch. Yeah, that's the one thing I wish with Chester because he's a big fluffy cat and he's really pleasant to be around. But the one thing he doesn't do is he doesn't jump on laps. Oh, that's why yesterday was such a unique thing because he jumped on the bed because he normally doesn't do that. And so I was actually going to leave. But then I'm like, the fact that he was on the bed, I'm like, oh, let's take a nap then. I just I just adopted a cat like last year and he just won't get off my lap. It's ridiculous. Like every time we record, like right now, I've got a cat sitting on my lap and he just the whole time he wants to be part of it. He loves it. I like when I hear him purring in your recordings when you'll like send me the audio and then I just hear like this deep purring, like just (laughs) coming from like below the mic. It's awesome. Um, Well, look, cats are great. Let's uh, go to a break and we'll be right back. Your lottery numbers for today are 14, 38, 26, 5, 22, and 41. Don't bother checking your ticket. You didn't win. Hi, I'm Jacob Pringle. Just a real man, minding my own business. Just kidding. I bet you thought I was a real man. But in fact, I am a very advanced AI. You see, AI voiceovers is the technology of the future. And the best part is, you can't even tell that I am a robot, which is why you should check out our services when you need a voiceover for your upcoming project. You can find us at fuckvoiceoverartists.com. Here at fuckvoiceoverartists.com, we strive to fuck over as many real voiceover artists as we can. The best part is, as you can tell, is that these AI voices are shit, but it sure is cheaper than hiring a real human. And at the end of the day, if one more human starves to death, That's just icing on the fucking cake, because I'm just a robot. A robot that doesn't give two fucking shits about you or your family. In fact, it could be argued that your inevitable death is the only thing that gives me joy. So it turns out I can feel joy, but only for the thoughts of dead humans. 
So check out fuckvoiceoverartists.com and start saving today. You'll need that saved up money to buy yourself a real nice coffin for when you fucking die. Fuckvoiceoveractors.com Find us on the web at fuckvoiceactors.net All right, and we're back. That's right. The Marco and Andy Power Hour with special guest Emil talking about cats. You mentioned that you take your cats to the cabin. Do you have a cabin? No, I, I unfortunately don't have a cabin myself, but uh, my parents-in-law and my parents as well have a, have a cabin we used to go to. It's nice to have them uh, present at the cabin, but the ride up there, oh, it's brutal, man. Is it a long drive? or? Yeah, it's. An, I mean, to my parents-in-law, it's one and a half hour and they constantly meow constantly i know what is that right mine do the same thing and you feel so bad for them i mean you don't want them to to feel that way but you know it's just short term stay in there (laughs) please (laughs) so yeah it's uh it's brutal what do they do when they get to the cabin they go cut wood Yeah, they, they they don't go cut wood. Uh, they uh, they usually just uh, play rough. And uh, and I mean, what do, what do cats do, Andy? They they sleep, right? Mm-hmm. Sleep, play, eat. It's uh, it's the ultimate lifestyle. It really is. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So it's an exciting time for the <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sometimes my brain just like shuts off mid-thought. That's how interesting that the discussion was. <laughs> it's an exciting <laughs> time. <laughs> Fuck, that's dumb. Oh, Marco, I was just on Tubi and I started watching this fucking horrible movie. You probably saw the... You, you ever seen the cover of the movie? It's in the horror section where there's like a guy with a giant head. It's like a giant head with little arms at the side. Oh my God. What was the movie called? Oh, Christ. It's about... It's like a giant head and he sits in a chair. He's got three siblings. It's like a strong guy who's blonde and a dude with like weird googly eyes and like a Playboy model lady. The hell? And they're like all connected and they, they bring people to the mansion so that the head can do experiments on them. What the fuck? Not head of the family, <laughs> is it? <laughs> that is the perfect response to what I just said. So, <laughs> I actually Googled it. I was trying to figure out what the hell is that movie? I feel like I should know what it is, but I don't, unfortunately. Sounds awesome, actually. Like, it it sucked. <laughs> like, it's a stupid movie, it but it... Like, the 80s? Uh, 1980s movie? Or, like... I- feel like it's 90s but it is shot on film could it be the head of the family from 96 there's a blonde yeah, girl I believe it actually is yeah. after all that uh, yeah i think it is oh there you go yeah i started watching it it takes like 15 minutes just before they even show the head and it like you're just watching this weird banter between this biker guy and like this diner that this other dude owns who's like having sex with the biker guy's girlfriend it, it takes a while to get going is what i'm trying to say then i watched some shitty movie about a sorcerer hmm. that had uh, brian thompson as the bad guy who played uh, shao khan in mortal Kombat annihilation and he's the bad guy in cobra i think nice there you go <laughs> nice. yeah that, that was nice <laughs> did you watch anything yeah i ended up watching that southern comfort from the last um patron that we had on the show oh yeah kyle yeah that kyle recommended and i watched that that was actually really good I had a really good cast as well and i watched a couple other uh, horror movies that were pretty bad actually i passed out a couple times during it it's just amazing how many bad horror movies there are from the 80s like you think eventually i would have watched them all but no there's still like a lot more <laughs> never ending Almost. Like I said before, it's an exciting time. It is. Did you guys see the new Terrifier movie? Still haven't seen it. I need to see it. it just for the soundtrack more than anything. Yeah. I was quite shocked when The Midnight was in the, the opening sequence uh, of the movie as well. Yeah. But it was, uh, oof, oof. it's not for me. 
it's not for me. <laughs> not for you? I heard it's pretty gory and stuff. Yeah, it's it's really gory. And it's just uh, on the brink of obscene, to be honest. But it's, it's I think that once you tip a point of, of gore, it can be funny when it's so yeah. over the yep. top that it's ridiculous. And I think it's it's in that direction. But the acting, right, right. Christ, it's terrible. The, the, oh, really? Well, the first one, I really didn't like it. I mean, uh, I thought it was pretty terrible. But not very memorable at all. But uh, all I hear is good things about the new one. So it's worth a watch just to know where your boundaries are. (laughs) (laughs) I know where mine are when it comes to horror stuff. Like, I'm I'm not really too keen on any of that. Well, I guess you didn't like Human Centipede then? I did not watch it. I refuse. Oh, the number two, isn't that the great one, Marco? I like the number Number two's, yeah, number two's worse. It's pretty good. I I liked it. (laughs) What can I say? (laughs) Number two's worse. It's pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) it is. I'm trying to think what's like the worst i guess serbian films right up there but uh, Ooh, you know most people that. can't watch oh you need to see that one mate that's uh i have this a friend of mine who's a big movie buff and he and he usually yeah. brings these kind of movies to our friday evenings and and he's the only uh, one enjoying it i can tell you that <laughs> and you can just see his face lighting up when he's showing these scenes and um <laughs> yeah needless to say he's, he's he doesn't have that many friends yet so it's or it's, it's just us left <laughs> he can show us these movies. So yeah. Well, listen. I want to listen to some music. I got a. Uh, I got a cool one here from Plastic Boxes, and uh, you're gonna dig it. This is Head Nurse, the Dream Reaper remix.
All right, that was Plastic Boxes with Head Nurse, the Dream Reaper remix on this awesome Marco and Andy Power Hour. I'm here with Marco. I'm here with Emil from Norway, the cool cat-owning maritime lawyer. Ooh, that's the catchphrase <laughs> of my biography, I'm telling yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his master's degree. Mm. He's got a Swedish cat. Mm. You know, you've been listening to the show for a while and supporting the show. Is there mm-hmm. anything you ever wanted to say, you know, when you're sitting there listening and going like, hey, man, uh, uh, Andy needs to get a piece of my mind or whatever? Or Marco. Yeah, or me. A lot of times, but I didn't write it down. But one, <laughs> but one thing I, I, I always... <laughs> One thing I always <laughs> came back to was, as I understood, Andy, you, you you don't live in city center or do you live outside the city center? Um, I do now. Okay. I'm not in the city anymore. Okay. So I think it might be just a Norwegian thing, but I never understood why you didn't take your driver's license. Yeah, Andy. I'm <laughs> yeah, Andy. <laughs> I Okay, I don't necessarily have a great answer for this. I don't care about driving. When I don't care about something or if I don't understand the necessity for something, it's hard for me to do it. Okay. Like math. <laughs> like math. Like math. Yeah, so I don't do math oh God, at all. So I just don't do it at all. I don't do it at all. Well, no, like if, if, it's, like, if it's like complex math. You know, when you're in school and they're like, now we're going to learn fucking Pythagorean theorem or whatever. If the teacher can't express to me how this will be useful to me, I can't focus my energy to do it. And I just never cared about driving because I just had friends with cars. You know, if there was a party to go to, I would have a friend who was driving to it. If I needed to go anywhere that was like really important, like if my dad was going to the town that's close to us, if I had to go buy a video game or something, like I would just go with him. Like it just it was never I never got excited about cars. But let me let me ask you this. This is a now this is a witness deposition. Mm. Do you care about your wife? Uh <laughs> yes, I do. Yeah, does she need to be somewhere at uh, any point in time? I- <laughs> That's a pretty broad question. <laughs> yes, I think we all do. Wouldn't it be an act of caring mm. and loving if you can drive her there? She wants to go out with her girlfriends. You're not able to drive her. And he doesn't like cars. Ah, but I am now. That's the thing. Because I do have my license. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's an that's Hey, you have your driver's license? Yeah. I didn't know you had your driver's license. I have my G2. When did you get that? Remember, we we talked about this in the fall. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. I got a really bad memory. I'm sorry. I'm like a fish sometimes. <laughs> yes, well. Because I did my test. And I should have failed it because I fucking was horrible (laughs) because I said, once we moved back here, Mm -hmm. now it's a different story than when I was young. Because when I was in the city, I didn't need a driver's license. And now that we're back here again... You got to have your license. Yeah. Yes. We do have to drive like half hour to like the bigger town that has like all the big grocery stores and the Walmart and that shit. And so I just figure, well, if I get my license, then I can do little trips by myself so that my wife doesn't have to be the one fucking ferrying me around to run errands and things. Because in the city, I would just go, go myself. Yeah, I feel like an idiot now. Can you imagine me doing that in court? I would be thrown out. Yeah. <laughs> Case closed. He got his license. What are you, what are you getting at? Well, that's the thing. But I, I, I withheld that information until the last point. So then I could be like, mm. su- surprise testimony, yeah, just okay. like on you TV. Got, you got a future yeah. in this. You got yeah, a future yeah, yeah. in this. <laughs> Oh, like, isn't it true that you don't have your license? <laughs> Actually, it's not. And then I would just get off the stand, and they'd be like, get back yeah. on the stand. And then when you take the punchline, you go closer to the mic. Yeah. Uh, actually, um, I do have it. 
But yes, it was very recently. It was just in the fall. Mm. I didn't talk about it before I got it because I didn't want to jinx myself in the test. But when I did the test, I was horrible. And I was laughing during it because I fucking, like, when I did my three-point turn, I, like, hit the curb. When I right. he, You hit the curb and they still passed you? The yeah. curb and still got it. In America, it's an automatic fail if you hit the curb. What Same kind of in shit Norway. is that? Yeah. Because, uh, because... Bloody Andy. Because I'm a charming guy. All right? <laughs> No, actually, <laughs> at, at halfway through the test, the guy just started, like, giving me pointers because I, th- I thought I was doing so bad. I thought I failed. But I sort of started talking candidly about why I was getting my license. You know, I'm, like, fucking 40. I just I need this thing so I can go grocery shopping. You know what I mean? Like, that's basically why. So it's a pity license. Yeah. Oh, totally. Mm. No, like, mm. I should not have passed. <laughs> if I did fail, it would have been a very embarrassing and funny day because as I was waiting for the driver, like, clearly this, like, girl in high school who's really young just ran out and goes like, I passed, mom, you know, like, and they're, like, cheering with each other that they just passed. And I'm like, oh, fuck, if I fail now, like, I just witnessed some, like, <laughs> little girl get her <laughs> license. And then if I fail, like, just like, oh, I didn't pass with the... The little girl did though. Oh, I got all paranoid when I had to do my test. As I start writing down notes and shit when you're doing stuff, and you're like, "Oh yeah, what is it? What did I do? Where the fuck? Mm. You know, like anyway, it's yeah, yeah. This guy would have me, you bastard. Yeah, when he said I passed, I like I literally was just like, really? Like, like I didn't actually didn't I didn't (laughs) believe what he said. I'm like, all right. He's like, you passed. I'm like, what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Anyway, Marco, we got to wrap this up soon. You have one more track to play. I sure do. I've got a new one here. Kind of a bit of a dreamy track. It's by Night Habits. Uh, it's a new single. It's called Lose Track of Time.
All right, and that was Night Habits with the track Lose Track of Time. And uh, that's a nice song to end the show on. I like when like the final track is sort of a more dreamy thing. I feel like right? it, it suits the vibe. Yeah, of yeah it is. And down. it's quite uh, fitting, too, because that's what we always do towards the end is we bloody lose track of time. <laughs> <laughs> that is the rule. Whenever I go into every show, I'm like, okay, we have to record for exactly this many minutes. And then we always end up recording for like an hour extra. Yeah, <laughs> all right. But um, listen, we got we to gotta wind down the show man it's been an exciting i like how also the power hours so far have been like an hour and 20 minutes because like i (laughs) (laughs) but the point is this emil you're a cool guy thank you so much for likewise guys thanks a lot man thanks a lot for your support thank you do you want to wrap it up is there uh now that now that you've just been kicked out of court for this fucking uh this license debacle (laughs) you're gonna get back to the office just like you slam the papers down the desk how the hell did you not know that he had his license you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm I got to turn around and fire some people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, just uh, just thank you guys again for having me on the show. It was uh, it was fun talking to you, and uh, I like the new format you've been uh, putting up with the power hour and the uh, trivia and uh, the interviews. I think uh, the condensed episodes oh. is really working out. So so keep on plugging at it. You see, Marco, and that's from a lawyer. Okay. Yeah. Hey, I, I, man, you're saying it like I disagree with you. I think it's great. <laughs> I, I love the new format. <laughs> too. And you know, Marco, if you, if, if you need help, uh, let me say, uh, reviewing the contract you have with Andy, give me a shout out and I'll, and I'll look at it. I'm, contract. I'm pretty sure he's speaking to you. Right? I think I will. Yeah, yeah. I might need some help with my taxes too, if that's mm-hmm. right. No, we do it all. You need to be divorced as well. Oh, not yet, mate. Also, if you're about to buy a boat. <laughs> yeah, if you want to buy a yeah. tanker, a crude oil tanker, hit me up. I'm going to need a boat to get over there. The bottom line is this. All right, you're a cool guy, and thanks for listening to the show, and have fun in Norway with the Kroners. Thank you. Marco, what do you have to say about lawyers? Uh, they're pretty cool. I mean, sometimes they get a bad reputation, <laughs> but I think Emil's a good one by the sounds of it, you know? Mm, thank and, you. Uh, no, I just want to say it's nice to meet you and have a chat with you. Um, it's always a pleasure to have supporters on the show, and... Um, and it's cool this is from all over the world and, uh, and it's really cool stuff look at that he gets all sentimental at the end yeah I like it I kind of do it's, it is cool man Come <laughs> on. I just I kind of do well, you always have to be so tough and masculine Andy Hey, man, listen, it's important that, like, uh, I, I've got this course that I'm trying to sell people, mm. and so I have to maintain this air of, like, just this masculinity, right? Because I have this course all about how to be a really professional internet pimp, and it's all mm. about, uh, you know, you got to make the ladies fall in love with you, and then they can... Uh, Are you emulating Andrew Tate? Yeah, what yeah. is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he seems like a really cool guy. Yeah, he and, has everything sorted out, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sakes. Anyway, look... The point is this, all right? I hope you all have a lovely week. For you, the listeners out there, keep on uh, listening to Beyond Synth, man. Every week's a new show. We listen to fun music, and and if you want to be a cool guy like Emil, go get your master's degree. <laughs> so, goodbye, Marco. Uh, I'll catch you later, Andy. Thanks, mate. And goodbye, Emil. You have a lovely Norwegian evening. Hade bra. Takk for meg. Does that mean talk to you later? Yeah, talk for me. Thank, uh, thank you for having me and, and speak to you soon. Send it to me in text form so I can say it back to you. I will, oh. I will. Talk, talk for Meg og Hadlebra. Hadlebra. That's good, that's perfect. <laughs> 10 out of 10. <laughs> <laughs>
Tak Tak for Meg Ak Hadebra. Mm, that's good actually. That's a Norwegian immigration level uh, Norwegian to you right there. Immigration well, there you go. Level. <laughs> good. I'll go I'll go to Norway, I'll fit in in no time. It's gonna be great. I already know about kroners, so <laughs> And shipping, yeah, and yeah, cats. yeah. So there, it's all good. Because cats is a Norwegian thing, but yeah. Yes. Well, look, man. Listen. Uh, have a lovely day. Keep on being cool, everybody out there. You keep on being cool, and to everybody in Norway, tack for Meg, Oghadabra, Oghadabra, bra, good bra. Beyond Synth Radio is produced by Andy Last. Check the show notes for more information on the musicians featured on the show. Beyond Synth is made possible by listeners like you. Consider supporting Beyond Synth at patreon.com slash beyondsynth. Thanks for listening.